Kenya Kenya Barris. He's the guy who Ooh. created Blackish and Clownish yeah. and all that. But he did a film. <clears throat> he did a film recently called. Let me uh, guess, Amish. Uh, <laughs> Are there black yeah, Amish? Yeah. I want to see a blackish Amish. Is what I want to see. And I want to see it at about seven-ish, if that's okay. Is there black Amish? I, I think we just created I a think new we show. Created a new show, right? Black Amish-ish. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's put a barn up and celebrate. God, dude. You're riding down the Harland Highway. Because I have to play a few little, you know, themes. Does it look weird with me not having them and you having them? Buddy, you look weird no matter what you do, okay? Come <laughs> you on, son party. Of a bitch. You <laughs> son of right out of the gate, a slam. Um, yeah, sit this thing down so we don't want to cover your beautiful face. So, should I just. Yeah, just whatever I'll you just, want. I'll just wear them. Man. What do you think? So, we won't look weird. Man. Well, I'll tell you the one bonus to wearing them, you're going to get to hear the theme music. There it is. Dude, are you a theme music guy? I want to hear it. But do you like theme music? I do like theme music. I respect it. Oh, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, where are you with theme music respect? Uh, I'm about a good 6. Okay. Let's see if this theme music amps up your level at all. All right, let's go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. Well, now that's right. You're on the Harland Highway podcast and this is the theme music. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. You do? This is great. Yeah. Are you, what is the, are you up over a 6.2 or are you no, still? No, this is great. Yeah, this is over. Where? Where? Where over six? What would right. you put this one at? This is about a good seven, eight, about a good eight, seven. Yeah, I like it. I don't think you can go eight and then right back down to seven. That's that's not how we don't go up and immediately drop down, guy. Come on. Uh, folks, Dion Cole is here. Come on. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait. I got. Listen to this. We got. Hang on. Dion Cole is here. <laughs> that's your, your audience. Wait. No. Dion. The, the mysterious Diego. There it is. There it is. Do we love the... What does laughter do for us? You're a comedian. You're a, you're a comedic writer. What is the actual sound, the audible noise of people laughing? Does that know. Does that do anything to you? Is it? I, don't I mean, know. I don't know if we've ever examined that. I have no idea. I don't know why that shit is better than sex, man. Is, is it, that's what I was going for. Does, does, does this... Does this like laughing? That, does it does it make you feel it's better than sex? I know that much. That's much Are you better. serious? Yeah, it is. Yeah, man. So, so wait a minute. If you're in Denmark <laughs> and you got the red light district here, and you got uh, Johnny Wooden Shoes Comedy Club right here, you're going into the. I'm going to Johnny. You're wooden going to get shoes. the laugh. Yeah, I'm going to Wooden Shoes. <laughs> Dude, you better pull that chapstick out again and put another layer on because that is not the right answer, okay? Laughing is fun, but holy God, when you're I'm riding good. high on a Thursday night at a Motel 6 in Bakersfield, I'll take that no, over sir. any Three Stooges festival. 
God, good to have you here, buddy. What a treat. Yes, man. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, you kidding? You know, I respect you and love you, man. You've been pioneering this game and, <laughs> like, laid it down and still oh. laying it down and just being amazing and creative and pushing oh. the envelope. And <laughs> a lot man. of comics don't do that. They don't push the envelope. And oh. you know, you've always been a guy to do that. And, Thank you. Know, you. I, I admire and tip, tip my hat to anyone who does that. You know, people, people tend to get, like, caught up in, like... Um, not just making people laugh, but they think people need to laugh a certain way. But you've mastered people just laughing. Like, it don't matter how you laugh, it's you laughing. You huh. know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like a certain way that you should laugh or a certain thing that you should laugh at. What I like to do on stage is something that you do too yeah. as well, which is, you know... Um, it's funny sometimes just not even being funny. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like just sitting in a pocket and just, you know, not doing nothing. Like, it's funny. Like, it's it's funny not even trying sometimes. It's yes. funny. And, yeah. And, and you mastered that so much. And it's always been something that I admired. And I and I, 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 I try to do the same with, with my sets as well. So. Oh, man. So thank you, Dion. You, Dude, man. thank yeah, you. I, I'll yeah. be honest. I've never heard anyone uh, analyze or, or break down what I do like that. And, and it's funny to hear it because in my head, you're kind of saying what I, I, I sort of do. I, I try yeah. to find funny where it's not necessarily funny exactly and it's more like an energy and a vibe and, yeah. and I, I still love cleverly crafted jokes Absolutely. and words but i think to your point that there's this laughter can be just standing there and yeah. somehow making them laugh yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. just standing there, even asking them what they laughing at. It's hilarious. Yeah. And I, I've seen you do it where you'd be like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> and it's wow. funny to even ask somebody that at a comedy club. And it's like, it's not, it don't necessarily have to be a written, complicated thing. Yeah. You know, um, just simple things that, uh, that a comic can do that you do very well is wow. you know, what separates you. Yeah. Buddy, I, I, I got to tell you right now, I've never in my whole life felt like a freshly popped piece of toast, but the way you're buttering me, I like it. I like the feel. And uh, I might just put another loaf on the table. Dude, thank you. That's so so very complimentary. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Yeah, thank you, Dion. Yeah, no, you, you very won, nice. You won very nice. Watch. You won that uh, people need to watch. Oh, gee. I'm not, I'm, I'm being for real. You. I'm telling thank you, like, you. I, I I don't even like do a, a gang of podcasters. I just don't. It's just certain people that I like to to out do their their podcasters or whatever. And yeah, like, you just you just one of them, man. Like every time I see you, come on dude, for real. I'm not thank even you. Lying, yeah, just, no, that you, like, is you one of those guys. Like for I, real, for real. I'm very very uh, honored by your words. Thank you. Yeah. That's very 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 nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you, Dion. Mm -hmm. um, now. You are not only a stand-up comedian, but you're a well-established writer. Mm. And one of the places you were a writer 
and I think you had a really good time. I saw you there a few times. Mm-hmm. Was Conan O'Brien show? Yeah, absolutely. Did you did you love it? And and before you answer, did you love it? Just tell me how did you get into in the door at Conan because that's <laughs> probably a pretty coveted like Louis C.K. and people like that yeah. were writers there at yeah. one point. How yeah, did no. you get in the door at that? So I did a showcase at Aspen Comedy Festival. Remember they used to do yeah, that in the HBO? sure up in the mountains, yeah, in the mountains, right? Yeah. So I did. The comedy festival, and uh, I was on the showcase with like Aziz and a whole bunch of people, man. And we wow. was all like performing, and I think Aziz won, and I was following him. And the, the one of the guys that was there, this guy named JP Buck, he 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 remembered me for coming coming after him, and yeah. and, and, and and you know performing whatever. So. When Conan left New York and he came to L.A., J.P. began to work for Conan, and he started thinking about me, and he was like, man, it'd be cool if you come over here and do a set on The Tonight Show. And I was like, man, hell yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of Conan, like, yeah, yeah. and The Tonight Show. Yeah. Was, like, was that yeah. your first time on The Tonight Show? Yeah, yeah. first yeah. time ever. Like, I was oh. like, oh, man, this is great. And so yeah. I went and I performed, and after that, when I got off stage, Conan came to my uh, dressing room, and he started talking to me, about uh parking spaces like he just he just was like did i get a good park and what did the just hell start what did he think you were the valet <laughs> i was just on your show asshole park your own car parking spaces and you're just talking about some random shit like yeah nothing to do with the set it yeah. just is like did you get a good park? Everybody took care of you. And yeah, you know, usually yeah. when I park in this parking lot, he just went through this whole thing about him parking over there. And I just was like, oh, okay. And we just talked about that shit for a little bit and then he left. And then two weeks later, my manager uh hit me and was like, yo, he wants you to write for him. And I was like, what? Why did your manager have to hit you? Why couldn't he just tell you? <laughs> like, like, call me, call me. Okay, call yeah. Me, call Tough me and fucking tell me. manager. Hey, you got a writing job. Drop kick to the throat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boss. <laughs> Jesus, Gonna guy. make us some money. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to take the writing job, but I need to get a tracheotomy now. Thanks. Right, and by the right. way, if you golf, you're not going in there. Um, so, oh, so that's yeah, exciting. That's yeah, sort of random, dude. Yeah, random. That's like really random. Yeah, but I heard that later on, years, years, and years later on, yeah. I heard that. That's the kind of guy he is. Like he don't, he don't. Conan ain't the kind yeah. of guy to sit back and do. I mean, you know Conan very yeah. well. Yeah. Conan's not the kind of guy who, you know, goes through all the the BS. You know, he yeah. goes off energy and vibes. If he feels you, then mm-hmm. cool. It's like Andy Richter. Like he looked for all kind of co-hosts and interviewed them and everything. And, and the story that I heard is that he was on the elevator and Andy was on there and they just was talking about oh. an audition that he uh, Andy had. And he was just talking to him on the elevator. And, and that's how they, and all they met? Yeah, that's, I, that's what I heard. That was the story that I heard. And he, and he hired him. Pervy. <laughs> When you meet a chubby guy on an elevator, it ain't about giving him a writing job. You want some mayonnaise, some relish, 
and a Motel 6 waterbed. I mean, Conan, what's up, dog? Conan's wild, man. No, but they, you know, they they hit it off. Oh, that's wild. So he's not the type of guy that goes through a lot of, you know, whatever. He he, he, he Cuts to the chase. He takes a, he feels what he, he feels you out and he feels you, feels your energy and all that and then go from there. And did you love the experience? Did it take you a little while to assimilate or were you like just in and this is my jam? I feel like, boom, let's go. Nah, hell nah, I wasn't like that. It took me a while, long time. It took me like months to like kind of like, well, at least a couple months it took me to like catch the rhythm or whatever because these guys was writing bits like this. That fast? Oh, they were machines. It was an oil. Just boom, boom, and they'll come up three, four bits a day, just each one, each writer would, and just... Were were those all the writers he brought with him from New York that have yeah, been with him for a long yeah. time? and then okay, he hired some what... of them from, from L.A., yeah. too, but the majority, a lot of them came from New York, so it was a well oil machine. Oh, this wow. thing, This thing was moving. Greasy. You, you put yeah. your hand in there, you get your fingers chopped off. You know, the, This shit. thing is moving, man. You think he would have been smart yeah. and hired a bunch of quadriplegics. <laughs> Yeah, right. This thing was moving. Did you lose your fingers in there? (laughs) Not me. Lost them in Nom. Fuck you, O'Brien. Hire me. Yeah. Hey, hire me. The name's Nubs. I can't hold a pencil, but I can tell you a good joke. (laughs) Right? It's all upstairs. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. But then once, (laughs) excuse me, once you, once you sort of found your groove, did did you really love it? Did you did it feel like home? Yeah. Once yeah. I found my groove, when I, when I found my groove, I was like, oh, yeah. okay, this is cool now. Yeah. Because at first I was like, because I was like moments from leaving, because I just oh was really. Like, yeah, because I just didn't feel like I fit in. You were the you know? new kid at the new school, and, and it wasn't yeah. even. And it wasn't even just then. It wasn't even just being there. It was the fact that you know I was. I'm a stand-up comic, so yeah. I was used to going to bed at five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, being out all night, and now with this job you got to be at work at seven yeah you know what i mean (laughs) so i was like look this ain't even me i ain't even used to doing this yeah this was a whole new pony show a whole new pony show and i was like nah i think i I think i really want to do this anymore wow yeah so i was so how close were you like were you like 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 a week really yeah i was like a week away and what 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 made the turn what stopped i stopped caring like I did. Really? I was really and how trying. long did she work I there? <laughs> so Karen, I stopped her from, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I, I just, you know, yeah. I, instead of like really trying to learn a system, yeah. I, I I just knew that I couldn't do it and there was no room for me like that. Huh. So I just basically just fell back and was like, you know, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm real good. And so at this point, I'm no longer you know, doing research and trying to find funny articles, and I'm not doing none of you that. You know what you're so doing, now. if I can interject? Right. You're letting that energy flow come from a source that isn't traditional. And Exactly and, what and, you and, said and, off and, the top. And that's exactly what was happening, because wow. now I'm becoming me. Yes. And I'm not oh, trying to fit yeah. in and write. So now I'm Beautiful. not doing everything that they want me to do. I'm not doing any, because I know I'm leaving. Yeah. So now I'm just just doing me, hanging out. You know, I'll pitch something if they don't want it. Fine, yeah. I'll go get on the internet and buy some 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 clothes and shit. Or, you know, whatever. Did you like, buy that shirt? Not in by the shirt. Show them your shirt. It says staff. 
And I told him he should wear that at his funeral, but it says stiff. <laughs> or if you're making love, you know, whichever. Anyway, stiff. stiff. I am stiff. On the back, stiff staff. You're like a new Dr. Seuss character. You like to fuck, but you're also in charge because you run the place. Um, so... So that's good. I mean, it, it, it's so interesting because you you were kind of put in a place where there was mm -hmm. a structure mm -hmm. and you had to do what me and you do on stage that you alluded to. You follow your comedy instinct. Yeah, like at this mm -hmm. point, I was like, all right, I'm good. And yeah. so now when they pitch things, I just didn't care at yeah. this point. And one day... One day they were pitching this thing skit for Andy Richter. Oh, here we go. And because Andy's German, so they was pitching oh. this thing called Oktoberfest, and I didn't know what it was okay. at the time. Yeah. I didn't at the time. I had no idea. Yeah. And when they was pitching it, I was like, "What's that?" And they yeah. Was telling me it was a drinking day for like German people. Oh, yeah. German, and I was like, "I was like, that's some bullshit." And they was like, "What?" And I was like, because everybody got drinking day, but black people don't have a drinking day. You got Cinco de Mayo, St. Yeah. Patty's Day. You got Oktoberfest. And black people ain't got drinking day. I was like, that shit is terrible. And don't forget, you got my dad <laughs> drinking every day. Your <laughs> yeah, dad drinking every day, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a day, isn't it? That's a day. That's every several, fucking day. Several days. Yeah. Right? Oh, so it was just almost a throwaway comment. And they went, wait a minute, that's kind of funny. And that was like, they would like write it up. That's so cool. And I was like, what? And <laughs> then I was like, it, it, and it. they was like, yeah, I wrote it up and I was giving it to Conan yeah. for Conan to talk about. Right. On the show. And Conan read it and he thought it was hilarious. And then he was like, no, you do it. And I was like, oh, like do what? And he was like, yeah. you don't come out. Yeah. And you, you say this. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And did that shit and lights out. I was going to ask you about that next because you, you, you did go on to be a performer on the show too. You became one of the part of the stable of regular yeah. comedic guys. Yeah. But I, I want to tell you a story. This is a compliment back at you. Mm. There was always a certain pedigree to the guys that got to come out and perform because mm -hmm. you'd see them doing a comedic bit, mm -hmm. but you knew they weren't just there as actors. They had earned their chops. Mm -hmm. Conan had to have liked them. Conan had to have seen something. Yep. And when he put you out on camera, I think you were kind of in the upper echelons of the writing and, yeah. and you pulled it off and you carried it. And so good man, for you. Thank you, That's man. So yeah, cool. yeah. It was, it was like, it was like at that moment, yeah. it was like a switch. It was a switch because wow. we did it again. It was something else that happened and I commented on it and it was like, write that up. And then after that, I think TV guy put something like, yo, like, like they, 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 they made mention of us doing these really bits. and then after that it was like lights out after that and so we just kept doing them and wow. doing them and it was just it was now instead of me like uh, writing to like to their format yeah it became a format that i had that almost your own that, type of that format everyone, that everyone had to oh write, wow write about. Like, that's yeah, sort of cool it was super cool because now it's like okay 
instead of going, yeah, wait a minute. It was yeah. like, okay, so what you think we should do? And so they're like, coming to you. Yeah. You were sort of large and in charge. Not that. No, I wasn't large and in no, charge. No, I don't mean but, over but, the whole no, thing, but, yeah, but of but, your but, niche. Of my yeah. niche. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it was oh. like this thing where it was like, okay, well, yeah, we can definitely. That's so cool. What an yeah. honor. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. It what? was crazy. I love that it's sort of how you sort of fell into it, too. Yeah. That's that's the beauty of, of following your comedy spirit and just trusting in it and yeah. that's the way because i do acting too and and Hell i learned yeah, that do. with auditioning mm-hmm. i used to go in and be like hi yeah. jim how are you yeah. where are you going to get the milk let me get the door mm-hmm. and then i just i just went in and was like hey man where are you going yeah are you going to get the milk i won't get the milk it's probably sour like yeah. i learned to just rely on my comedic instincts and like sort of half throw the script away yeah, absolutely because a it's just more rewarding if you don't get the gig, you walk away and you go, at least I did something that leaves me some dignity. Exactly. And B, you also kind of, you, you want to inject your own thing into it and you just don't want to hand in something that's so uh, sterilized, you know? And a lot of these uh, casting directors and directors, producers and whoever, they, they they sometimes they tend to go for the safe person, yeah, <clears throat> because they want to keep their job and they want to keep their yeah. parking space and all this other stuff. But There's a parking when it comes when, com- oh, <laughs> when, yeah. when it comes to a comedian, you're selling yourself short if you don't allow him to add his own you know yeah. touch to it. You yeah. know, and 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 a lot of them they hire you. And then they tell you to be the way they want you to be. And it's like, well, why do you even have me here if you don't want me for who I am in my mind and and let me put a spin on on the script that you... you Your nuance. Yeah, that's what I do in all my movies. I just, I I respect my directors. I respect the words. Mm -hmm. I respect the cast, the crew. I respect respect the project. But I'll do one off the book. Mm -hmm. And then every take after that, I just go, what, what am I going to put? I don't even ask for permission as you, I just go and I'll tell you what, I'd say in 80% of my movies, stuff that I just riffed and and let come out is in the movie and did well in the movie. Like people loved it. So it's a really, it's a really interesting thing from a comedian point of view it, as, as a stand-up and an actor yeah. that you, you should rely good, on that and it's good to have you know directors and producers who take a chance like that yeah uh, one, one of my favorites one of my favorites is, is kenya kenya barris he's the guy who Ooh. created blackish and yeah. and all that but he did a film <clears throat> he did a film recently called let me uh, guess amish uh, <laughs> are there black yeah, amish <laughs> I want to see a blackish Amish is what I want to see. And I want to see it at about seven-ish, if that's okay. Is there black Amish? I think we just created a new show. we created a new show, right? Black Amish-ish. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's put a barn up and celebrate. God. Dude. I want to harvest some gourds right now and rub them all over both of us. That's so funny, God. man. No, but Kenya, Kenya's great. Kenya's great yeah. with, with allowing you to ad lib. He and, did, yeah. Yeah, he's great with allowing you to ad lib and, and and do things. And I'll be honest, in TV, it's a little tighter. And to yeah. to, to ad lib in TV, yeah, it's very because tight. It, well, everything's sort of on 
on well i don't know if it wasn't a three camera show it was single camera right the blackish was it single camera was it no, it, no it, was, it was uh yeah yeah it was single yeah guess. it wasn't in a studio with the three so that's easier but when you're doing a sitcom and it's it's three cameras. It's, it's tough to improv because everyone's going off their mark. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just a much tighter thing. But in a movie, you have a lot more room. So that's cool. So did you improv a lot when you did your lines? Yeah, and stuff? it was just like what you were saying. Like, you know, Let it you, rip. You, you, you do script. Definitely do script because they have fantastic writers. Yeah. You got to respect that. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic writers. But and then they'll let us play. And mm. then they'll let us riff. And a lot of times, a lot of stuff that we riff, we... Oh, got down. And, and look, pay pay these writers and actors, please. Oh, the, this writer strike. This, please, yeah. let, let's, can we get this over with? Well, can I tell you, I, I'm very passionate about the writers, because I'm a writer yeah, too, you yeah, are. Yeah. And I'm very passionate <clears throat> about this writer's strike, and I got into some trouble. I don't even know if there's going to be a lawsuit or not, mm-hmm. but I'm so passionate about the writers and the strike. And if you do any writing inside of the strike you're you're a scab you know you you know Mm -hmm. you're a scab and so i don't want to see anybody doing any writing and so i took it a little too far the other day about two days ago i went down to the picket line Mm -hmm. to join my brothers and sisters picketing Mm -hmm. and there were some actors and some writers walking around and they had the signs and Mm -hmm. one guy had this beautiful sign and i'll never forget it i said i said oh my god what a sign it said we will not back down. We are writers. We are one. <laughs> and it was so powerful. And I said to him, I said, who wrote that? And he goes, I did. And I said, well, it's a fucking strike, asshole. And I punched him in the face. <laughs> fucking scab. Uh-uh. Not on my watch. Fuck you, asshole. What the fuck you doing writing? Fucking writer. <laughs> writing a sign in the middle of the writer's strike. Uh-uh. Have, see how you write in the hospital there, Crab Claws McGinty. Broke both his hands. He won't be writing for a while. I think I smell a writer's award for you coming. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't want an Emmy. I don't want a, uh, an Oscar. I want a Golden yeah, Globus. Go just because I like the sound. And it's also the thing I find in the corner of my eye when I wake up in the morning. There's another Golden Globus. Now, let me ask you this, because I want to get into, like, sometimes writing and being on shows like that, as much as there's harmony, it can also be contentious. And as writers, we have egos and we have our creativity. Mm -hmm. Was there ever a sketch that you did that you loved and Conan or the writing staff just said, no, we, we, we don't. We don't like it, and you had to you had to let it sit. But you knew inside. It was there ever one that stuck in where you just went back to your your office and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, hell yeah. What it was, was what it? Was, was this it? one bit right Here we that go. I uh, wrote where I wanted Conan to come out and do the whole show in a Steve Harvey suit, right? <laughs> like buttons all the way down to his knees. Just you know, the clothing, the, the, the suit. Just the suit. Oh, his suit. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, because he wears he those suits with big, the tie the, and yeah, everything. Yeah, okay, and yeah. long suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wanted him to do like a whole, the whole the show. Steve Harvey suit, yeah. Because doesn't, the, uh, doesn't the, the, it, the edge of his suit come almost come to the top to of his, his knees? knees yes. Oh, yeah. that would be funny. <laughs> and all these buttons. Yeah, and, and he won't do it? Everybody was Dying at rehearsal. Yeah. Everybody was dying laughing. Yeah. And he just smiled and took the coat off and was like, next. And we 
Not that simple. Okay. Now, what my next follow-up question was, was there ever an instance where you went back to your office and you were actually like, it sounds like this one made you mad, but did you ever like get into it with anyone and and (laughs) sort of have a verbal like, hey, come on, man. Nah, I never Never got got that far. Nah, 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 I never got. Because that can happen. Sometimes you you, you find a piece and you just, but for whatever reason, it doesn't always go down. I never never was like married to stuff. I just always wanted to be heard. And, I, yeah. and a lot of, in the beginning, I wasn't hurt a lot. So yeah, after yeah. that, yeah, we was cool. Hey, everybody. Check out my merchandise at harbling.com. Yeah, most people just slap some letters or images on a T-shirt or a hoodie. But not me. Yours truly. Guess what? I draw my own designs at harbling.com. You can see tons of my hand-drawn t-shirts uh you can either buy the original or you can buy a print and uh man oh man wear them loud and proud um i love making these designs for you guys and uh keeping it personal so check out the whole uh catalog we got hoodies we got coffee mugs we got uh t-shirts you name it it's there at harbling.com get your uh, harland original design wearable art at harbling.com today and uh thank you for your support and i'll just keep the uh the groovy images coming okay so earlier i, I can i ask sort of a vanity question because yeah, because for for maybe 25 years now i've mm-hmm. done the late night talk show circuit yes, from have. from letterman <laughs> to conan yep. to leno all of them and i've never really got to sit down with someone from behind the scenes and i must have done conan i think 20 25 times yeah, over the did. years yes you did and i'm just curious it's not so much vanity but i'm curious I don't, and you might not even remember. You might not have been around mm-hmm. at that point. But was there ever a time when, when you knew I was coming, and what what was the vibe like when when certain guests, like when I was coming, it was just, oh yeah, Harlan's coming, or was there ever like oh Harlan's? I guess I just in a weird way <laughs> I want to be a fly and go. Was there any extra amount of excitement, or was it just another day at the office and here's another guest? So some so depending on who it is that come yeah. there, like people get super excited. Yeah. They be like, yo, Clint Eastwood is coming oh, yeah. on or something like that. Yeah. Everybody was going so crazy. That's what they did with me. No. No, they did not. <laughs> Everyone was like, uh, Harlan's gonna be here. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna check it out. And everybody just made sure they watched it. But wouldn't nobody, like, come downstairs and, like, take pictures with you or nothing like that? You ever do an interview and you ask a question you wished you never fucking asked? No, I pre- you know what? I appreciate the honesty because I always wondered, you know, like, me and Conan. So I wondered if there's ever, like, oh, Harlan's coming in. But No, everyone was, everybody's always excited because no one knows what you're going to do. 
Right, so right. So everybody's okay. always like, oh, yeah. shit, what is he going to do That's today? true. I would so always. everybody wanted to know what you were going to do. Right. So everyone watched. Oh, cool. But then there are some people, when they come on the show, everybody's running to the green room to take a picture with them. Oh, yeah. Shake their yeah. hand and say oh, hi yeah. to them and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, you definitely. Know. Clint and yeah. Bruce Willis. I remember, and- uh, yep. I remember one time Halle Berry was on the show. And <sighs> what'd, they, what'd you do? I was there the day before. I just sat in the green room. You the, got, you the day before. Out. Yeah, I was there. I camped out. Yeah, yeah, I sat there earlier and just waited and Dude. she whizzed right by. And really? Yeah, just went in her dressing room. And I was able to say hi to her, but then that was it. There yeah. was no? No, it was nothing else. No, You didn't no, ask her out? You didn't no, slip her a note? No, you didn't. no, no, no. That was it. <laughs> now you know how I feel when I went to the show and nobody gave a fuck that I was there. <laughs> How about that? And I didn't even camp out. I showed up a half hour ahead and still got what you got. <laughs> no, you were so great, though. I'm telling you. No, like, I'm you, kidding. We no, had a you, blast. you just, uh, no one ever, never knew what yeah. you were going to say and do. So I'll, that was always amazing. I'll be honest, Dion. There, were, there was an element of my show that I didn't know. <laughs> like, I always, it, it, again, going back to what you said right off the top about right. not knowing. You guys at the show, you made us go through what the material was. Mm-hmm. But like I said earlier about in my movies, I improvise or at the auditions. <laughs> so I always came in with about 20% where I just went, you know what? I'm going to let the vibe carry me. Yeah. And whatever I say to Conan or whether it's something physical or yeah. whether it's something verbal, I'm not going to filter myself. Yeah. And so that always made it fun for me. And it also, I think it heightened the level of comedy because I knew... I was allowing myself to just go wherever my comedy instincts yeah, took man. me. So it was fun. It was and, fun. And, 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 and it showed, you know, it showed that you was just, that's why I said that was the beauty of it. Like the yeah. beauty of it was you was never rehearsed, you never, and yeah. you were like stupid funny. So <laughs> it wasn't just like you was just coming off the cuff. You were, yeah. People trusted you to come with it and you yeah all, that's and you true that's did, that's man. the key word i felt like i felt like with these late night talk shows you you sort of had to find a yeah, level of trust where of trust. where they knew that you were gonna bring it they knew mm-hmm. that if you went off you could find your way back yeah. you could because yeah. it's a tricky thing like mm-hmm. i realized that stand-up is one craft and doing stand-up on a late-night talk show is one skill. Yes, it is. And then sitting down and doing panel is a whole nother skill, skill set. And the first probably five times I did Conan, it, it was awkward when we yeah. sat and talked. Mm-hmm. Like the early days in New York, mm-hmm. I was I even told my manager, said, why do I do that show anymore? It never really goes well. <laughs> you know, like I, I stopped wanting to do it. I, you know, yeah. and they kept calling. And I said, so this, it's, it's amazing what you said. I said, I think the fifth or sixth time, I just, exactly what you said, I went, you know what, I don't fucking care. Yeah. And I went out and I sat down and just like you said, it clicked and me and Conan and and that was it. Every single show after that, we just flew. Absolutely, man. It's it's letting go of of what you're supposed to do and be who you are. Yeah. And I tell people that a lot of times too. I'm like, you know, when you go out in the world, yeah. especially performing or doing comedy or acting or whatever you're doing, <clears throat> don't forget to take that person in the mirror with you. People never take that person in the mirror with them. They go out and be what everybody wants them to be, and they leave that person in the mirror at home. But that person in the mirror is going to be the one that separates you from other people. Wow. People always leave them. 
Not Michael Jackson. Michael not Michael Jackson. Jackson. Not Michael Jackson. That's why he was Michael Jackson. <laughs> he was. He, he would look he at the man, man in the mirror. And, and he and took he, him everywhere, right? He had mirrors everywhere. <laughs> and he would look at that man in the mirror and he'd just go, You ever got in this car? He's special. <laughs> His car has mirrors. Uh, Is it really? Yeah, like the whole... I'm just bullshitting. I don't know. Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Because I don't want to be going down the 405 and seeing that guy doing his hair in the bumper. You know, he's got mirrors everywhere. Um, what's the stupidest thing? And I, I love hearing stories like this. What's the stupidest thing you ever did as a kid? Like, is there ever, is there something really like dumb that you did that like got you in trouble or almost caused bodily harm or, or embarrassed your family or as a kid, is there something just that nutty like that you like crazy just, that I did. Uh, Cause we all did. Every, every kid like did something really monumentally stupid. I remember one time me and my mother was on this bus and my mother had this coat on with this like really matted, horrible fur. It was like oh. around her collar. And I was very loud and I kept asking her, is this real fur? Is this real fur? <laughs> this is back in the like 70s when everybody yeah. was wearing it. But yeah. I just kept saying, it was so embarrassing to her. She was just like, <laughs> just kept and was it a shawl or was it was it the whole coat? It was just fur around the coat. Around the collar. I just kept being so loud, like, Mommy, mommy, is this real fur? She just like pinched they pinched my skin off. Where did she pinch? Was it under the arm? Oh yeah, on the arm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the place that hurts, right? Dude, I used to I used to go to boarding school when I was a kid, mm. and our teachers. This was back when teachers were allowed to physically harm the right, kids, right, and we right. had this one teacher that if he caught you, he would just in front of the hole, he'd just walk up, grab that meat, and just stare at the kids and just turn it. And if the kids squealed or make a noise, he'd backhand them like it was like it wasn't Pepperidge Farm. I'll tell you that. This is more like a Pillsbury Doughboy's house of fucking yeast horrors. By the way, have you ever been in a bouncy house with Helen Keller? No, no, I have not. You will. Too soon, guy. Too soon. Do you think she'd go in a bouncy house? I mean, why not? Have a little fun, blindy. Was she blind or deaf? I don't know. We don't care. She's in a bouncy house. Who can even see? Um, All right, so I want to talk about showers. Okay? Okay, all right. Because I know at one point you said that showers in hotels are racist. And that's quite a statement. And I, we got to talk about this. How in the name of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on Dolly Parton's lap are showers in a hotel? It's the overhead it's one, the right? Overhead. Yeah, dude, talk yeah. to me, guy. Everybody, what? everybody, don't. Black people don't use that overhead like why? that. Cause well, it, why not? Because it fucks with our hair and shit. You just want just let me let me pick where I want the water to go. Don't what? don't designate where the fuck my water goes. What? 
<laughs> Wait, you don't want it on your hair, or you want it on your hair when you decide? When I decide, because maybe how about yeah. if I don't even want? How about if I don't even really want to wash my hair just right now? I just want to hurry up, take a shower, and leave because it takes too long for my yeah. hair to dry. So what do you do? Yeah, and then I just yeah. So you just gotta like jump in and out the water. <laughs> you just stick your specific you body st- parts in <laughs> out of the ceiling. Shit, yeah. That, that is racist. <laughs> that is so racist. I'll tell you a, a funny story. I was in a hotel, and I don't know if they didn't clean it. You know, mm. it wasn't the nicest hotel. And like, there was a spider up in the corner. Mm-hmm. Saw a few roaches. Mm-hmm. But this is a true story. I'm in a hotel. I pull down the sheets. You know, sometimes you get a hair on the sheets yeah. or on the pillow. Uh-huh. Okay. So I pulled down the sheets. I don't have a lot of experience with a black person's hair. <laughs> Okay. okay. I, I've I've never had a black girlfriend. Okay. okay. I've never run my hand through it. I've never really examined. You know, you're not going to walk up to a person. Can I look at your scalp, sir? Yeah. So I I know what it is. I know that I felt the texture, but I've never looked at it up close. Mm-hmm. I look on the sheet, and I see this little tiny curly thing. It looks like a little shock absorber, like a little tiny black shot. And I go, what the hell is that? And I pick it up. And I was fascinated. It was, a, it was a black person's piece of hair, right? And it looked like a little shock absorber. And I was, and then I looked around, and there was some more. And I thought, fuck, this is all kind of, it's got bounce to it. So you know what I did? I fucking caught that spider. I retrofitted it. I put one of those little coily hairs on each you leg, and that fucker well. bounced and caught every roach in my room. Thank you very much. I'm a problem solver. You are right? an asshole. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? It's cool. Oh, I, lo- I love the texture. It's just, like, bouncy. And are, I you are, are, are white people really, like, fascinated with black hair like that? I am. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I'm an artist, so I love textures. Yeah. I love... But when you don't have access to something, like have you ever uh, stroked a, a Japanese person's head? Have no. you ever Have you ever in your life, just through organic means, had an opportunity to, to no, write? What? Neither have I. I've mostly <laughs> dated white people and I've touched white people's heads. I've never touched, well, maybe I touched a Japanese girl's hair once. But that's when I was a hairstylist back in the 70s. But... You know, no. Listen, it's I love it. White people, they, yeah. I think they're obsessed with that shit. Like they'll look at your hair and just be looking at it, and they know that they can't touch it, but they'll just look at it and they just look and look and look, and it's just like, what are you? What's what's wrong? Like, what what's what's the problem? I, I think it's that. Look, look, you're now you're looking at my hair right now. <laughs> Dion, I'd I'd really like to touch it, friend, if you don't. You don't mind. I no, mean, the black community will get in my ass if I let you touch my <laughs> Well, could you at least pull me a piece? Come on. I not pull you a piece. You want to touch it. my hair? No, I do not Why want to not? touch it. What the hell's wrong with my hair? That is some creepy shit. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. I think I have a bag in my here, here's a bag of my trimmings. Here's, here's oh my some of my hair God, trimmings. I no. cut them off. For- I actually, it actually is my hair. Oh, yeah, damn, I know dude. what's happened. Welcome to the Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you are so silly, dude. Um, I gotta say though, talking about your your body and your physicalness, 
You're a sexy dude. Can I say that? <laughs> like, I've always sexy. thought you had... No, I'm serious. I thought, even on Conan, even when... It's hard to do comedy and kind of have a sexy presence. You're kind of a sexy dude. No, I'm not into man. guys. I, I like girls, especially <laughs> Japanese ones, because I can't touch them. But you got a bit of a you got a bit of a vibe going, buddy. Nah, you don't think man. so? Not really. It, nah, just see that makes it even sexier that you don't see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's humble. You got the smile. You got the beautiful teeth. No, yeah, no, come on, man. guy. Nah, I'm just chilling, man. No, not anymore. <laughs> you're getting laid off this podcast. Oh, uh-huh, you're getting laid real hard, real hard. Probably in the same hotel I was yeah. at. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh, what is sexy to you, though? What is, what is like sexy to Dion Cole? Because even your name's sort of sexy. Know, it's sort of jazzy, yeah. Dion Cole, like <laughs> jazzy. <laughs> Dion Cole. <laughs> no, Harlan. No. Yeah, it's sec- you got the. Se- you're embarrassed because no, that's what. See, that's what makes you even sexier. All the ladies right now are going. Oh, he doesn't even know he's sexy. That makes him even more desirable. Mm, I want to roll him around and roll flower him around. Mm. Yeah, dude. You are silly as hell. What's man. sexy to you, though? Man, huh? I don't know. Just, you know, uh, see, being out in L.A., man, you see beautiful people all the goddamn time. Everybody's yeah. beautiful. Everybody's working out. Everybody's beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It gets to a point where you get past all that beautiful shit. And it's just, you know, if you catch a, catch a vibe with somebody and, can, you know, just talking about some shit that y'all both agree upon, you know, that's mm. to me, that's like some sexy shit. It ain't the way somebody look. Cause I see that shit every goddamn day out here in Hollywood. Yeah. Like every, you see somebody fight, you be like, Oh, she is the most beautiful person, beautiful person in the world. Yeah. You look to the left and you go, Oh no, she's so beautiful. Yeah. The, the, beauty don't, the beauty don't stop. It's going to keep coming. It's going to keep being beautiful people. So you got to look past that. And to me, sexiness is just somebody who just sit back and, you know, just vibe with you. And so it's like, not the looks, it's mm-hmm. the vibe. Yeah. It's like how, how a person acts. So no. case in point, mm-hmm. you're sitting at IHOP. Okay. You're by yourself. You got a God stack. It's it. Sunday. It's the, it's the never-ending Sunday stack. <laughs> a girl slides into your booth right across from you. Yellow gopher teeth. <laughs> crippling arthritis. So much psoriasis, it looks like two pizzas <laughs> fell on top of each other and dry humped all night. <laughs> but she's telling you everything you want to hear. Is daddy going home from IHOP with Madam Gnarlface? No. <laughs> well, then somebody not- <laughs> at this table is a liar. I'm saying that it just don't stop there. Like, that's not the sex. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's the, a nice looking person is the get in where you go, that catches your yeah. attention. Yeah. But then that still ain't the sexiness to me. It's yeah. what a person says and does, you know, after that. But, yeah, the, the look of a person allures you, and then I go right into what are they talking about, what are they doing. And they I get them out. Yeah. I know. I'm yeah. just messing. But, but that's hilarious. Though. But is there, is there, and everyone has this, is there a trait on a woman that 
like some guys, the, the eyes or the bridge of the nose. Or just, sometimes it could, I, I've, I've been out with girls where it's just the way they stood, yeah. like the posture, and I'm like, oh, I like the way she stands. Yeah, no, it's a, like a woman's walk is amazing. Yeah. Like definitely her walk, her smile, you yeah. know, all of those things are good, you know, things to, you know, look walk at. Walk is an interesting one. Yeah. I remember in high school, in, in college, Richard Gere was the big thing, you know, an officer yeah. and a gentleman and mm-hmm. America, all, all these. And I asked a few girls, I go, what is it about? Because I never thought, I mean, I'm a guy, but I thought he, he's sort of handsome, but I didn't get. And I asked a few girls, I go, oh, it's the way he walks. Mm. The way, and I never, that never entered my way. I go, the way? And then I kind of looked at him and I went, yeah, he just kind of does have that swag, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, he has a, yeah, he has a walk. A walk is something. See, see, uh, you got for one time to make a first impression. One time into well, each, not if you're each, stuck in a revolving door. No, but yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. The first time you see somebody, okay. <laughs> you know, when is it my turn to write a funny joke and not get slammed? You know, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm like the first time you see him in a revolving yeah. door. No, but for real though, you, you and you know you gotta you yeah. gotta capitalize on that. And yeah. So the way you walk, the way you carry yourself, and all of that—that's the alluring thing about people. And then after that, the big big test is right after that. Speaking of walking, be honest, mm-hmm. Dion Cole. I'm asking mm-hmm. you to be honest here. Have you ever parked? In a handicap spot. Yes, I have. I've done it before. To use the bathroom. So you shit in a handicap spot? <laughs> you know, these people don't have good legs. And when they step on that, Dion, it's just the wheelchair wheels will no, just spin no. and spin. How dare you, sir? No, I had wow. to use it so bad, and there was nowhere to park, and I had oh, to God. run into this restaurant. Was it a loaf or a lemonade? No, it was just, it was just a lemonade. No, lemonade. Oh, it was just a lemonade? And I had to pee so bad, and yeah. I just pulled in the park, and I ran in to pee, and I came back. And what was it? Was it a Home Depot or a restaurant? That was oh, a restaurant. Which it was one? A restaurant. I don't even know the name of that spot, man. It was in Chicago. Well, when you got to go so bad, the eyes just get blurry, right? You're like a rabbit bear. I got to urinate. I just see the restaurant. I pulled yeah. over it. I was like, oh, it's no parks, no parks, no parks. I just pulled in a, a, a handicap Dude, that could have potentially been a $350 piss. <laughs> it could have been. And did you? Did anyone confront you at any nah, point? No, nah, I came right back, jumped in my car, and left. Oh, so you it. probably could have done a number two. <laughs> I was in and out. I made sure I was in and out because I did not want to get a ticket. Have you ever been in a wheelchair? No. Well, yeah. You know what? Recently, I was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. I had I had a, a um, fractured foot, fractured toe. How? Yeah, I kicked it on the curb. Kicked it on the curb and gently, gingerly kicked it on the curb and it fractured. So someone left a gingerbread man yes, on the curb? Yes, it was a gingerbread man and I kicked it. Oh boy! He kicked back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, bastard! Go piss at the Olive Garden! <laughs> Gingy. Oh wow, that sucks. So how long were you in a wheelchair? Uh, so I wasn't like every day like yeah. that. Like, like in airports, I had to be in wheelchairs because it took me too long to walk. So I was using Here we go. I've been wondering about those people when you check in. 
Oh, I have to go first. I need a wheelchair. Yeah. Tripped on a curb? Yeah, that's what I thought. No, oh, my, stubbed your my. toe on the bed? Yeah, get down that ramp there, uh, No, it's, it still takes me a long time to get to, to the gate. It really does. What like, do you mean? Like my foot, because my foot, this just happened. Oh, it's still? Yeah, yeah, it's still Oh, no. Up. Yeah, it's still messed up. Yeah. What, like, did you fracture your toe or your? Yeah, I fractured my big toe, my big uh, right toe. Yeah, I wow. fractured it. So, yeah, still. But I just don't have to wear the boot no more like I used to. And so, oh, therefore, yeah. I can walk a little faster. But I'm still not 100% at all. Stubbing your toe is the worst. Because I always wondered this. I wonder what Jesus yells when he stubs his toe. If he stubs his toe, he goes, right. Me! <laughs> For well, those of you that aren't following, you, all, the, the, everyone else goes, ah, Jesus Christ. You know, some of these people don't get this stuff. Me and you do. We're prof- yeah, we've yeah, been on yeah. Conan. You got it immediately. But some of them, look at them. Look at some of these. They don't get it. I hope they uh, step in your poo at a wheelchair fucking parking spot. How about that? Hilarious. Yeah. Um, buddy, we got one more segment I want to do with you. Okay. But before it, so we don't lose anyone. Please plug anything you want to tell uh, the folks about your social media, your upcoming stand-up tour, any specials yes, or yes, books. Let yes, them know. Yes, I'm at Dion Cole, uh, D-E-O-N-C-O-L-E on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram yeah. and everything. And uh, I have a new tour called My New Normal Tour. It's going on right now. You can go get tickets at D-E-O-N-C-O-L-E. Dot com, Dionco.com, yeah. get tickets, We're going all over. The and, whole country? Um, yeah, the whole country. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. How long so, is the tour? It's going to probably go from now until uh, the top of the year, until the top of January. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to go into then. So. And you have a, just so if people want to check too, you have a great Netflix special that they can look at too. When did that come out? Well, I can't promote nothing right now because of you well, know, the stuff, so they... I can't, then let I me can't do it. Please watch his new <laughs> Netflix special called I've Never Liked My Sister's Gingivitis Gums. It's a wonderful talks about spiders and hairs and taking giant loafs in the wheelchair parking areas. You're going to love it, gang. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Beyondcode.com. Yeah. Anything you want to know about me and anything that's going on with me, anything, yeah. just go to Beyondcode.com and just, uh, or, or go to Beyondcode on Instagram. You can see everything. But the tour, my new normal yeah. tour, get the tickets now. Come on out, man. Yeah. We're having a great time, man. Yeah, go yeah. see Dion yeah, for sure. Yeah. Isn't it so funny that? In a strike, it's like you can't even promote. I forgot about it's that. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just it's, yeah. Just quickly, because we're in the thick mm-hmm. of it. I feel like it's you know. I, I think maybe three four months it resolves. But what uh, what's your vibe of talking to your friends? What's your sense of where it's going and when it ends? I don't all? know, man. Yeah. I've been hearing at the top of the year that's when it's going to end. Yeah. And I heard something recently that they're talking and maybe something that's going to be, you know, finalized in about a couple weeks or whatever. But, mm. you know, I mean, the way I look at it is, you know, 
these studios and stuff, it, it's kind of wild to me that they would have the audacity to not even pay the writers, you know, yeah. or the actors, you know, when that when it starts with them. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have no crew. You wouldn't have no multi-million dollar budget. Nothing. You wouldn't have none of this yeah. stuff if it wasn't for having the word yeah. first and then getting the actor to sign on to it yeah. in order for you to get everything else. So if you need these two things in order for you to stay yeah. in business, Gotta I would think that you would pay them. And the money that people are asking for, it's, it's nothing like crazy. It's just we we yeah. trying to... Get what we what was deserving to to us or whatever you know. Yeah. If if all these streaming sites and all these other sites, if they can raise their money right every three months or yeah. every year, yeah. What make you think that we shouldn't be doing? Because you're raising your money because of inflation or whatever. That's what all uh, networks and everybody's doing. Yeah, so yeah. if you can raise your money, what make you think we shouldn't? Raise ours yeah. in order to k- compete with today's, you know, economy. Yeah, and, and, so, and you're not asking to be trillionaires. Yeah. You're asking to be able to eke out yeah. a, a comfortable, healthy living. Exactly. Look, first wow. of all, and I know this, and yeah. a lot of people need to know this. They yeah. never, they never gonna pay you enough to be their neighbor ever. So just know that. So oh. at least, at least pay us enough to make sure that you know we can come home and I. Wives and husbands and kids and everybody's okay. You have a wife and a husband? Yes, I do. You really need a job. Yes, I do. Get this kid writing. <laughs> Holy fuck, a wife's a load enough, but a husband too? That guy's so demanding. God, she's a great guy. <laughs> she's uh, a great guy. She's so demanding. Yeah, but, but right now, just quickly, um, um, is it affecting you currently in a writing or acting job? Like, is something you're doing on hold right now because of the strike oh yeah oh it's really affecting me tremendously oh wow yeah i got man it's it's uh affecting me really bad really bad to be Whoa. honest with you yeah because uh well lucky you were able to do this for free yeah yeah you uh you you're the place to go for free so uh, let everybody know that. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody want to come talk some shit for free? Just yeah. <laughs> Harlan's the guy, man. <laughs> it's an easy paycheck to read. Just four zeros. <sighs> well, dude, I hope I hope it resolves. You know, th- just quickly, I'll say that's the one saving grace. Not only do we love stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. but I've found that no matter... Because there was another strike before. Yeah. And, and, and and even when you're an actor or a writer, those yeah. jobs come and go. But when come you're a stand-up, go. you can kind of map out your whole year touring. And thank God for the ability yes. to have stand-up to sustain yes. what we do and then do the other stuff when that ship comes in. Yes, and that's why what you a will blessing. always... It's, it's a blessing. That's why you will always see in any of my credits and anything that you ever see yeah. is going to say comedian first. Oh, interesting. And yeah. it says everything else. Smart. Because that's exactly what I am. Yeah. And I wouldn't even have all this other stuff if it wasn't for that's this. That's right. And it, it, it bothers me when I see people turn their back on comedy yeah. and then go do all these other things. And then when these things, when they're tired of you, then they come back they to comedy. It. Yeah. And it's like, yo, you, yeah. you, 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 you missed out. You know what I mean? You well, missed you know out. There's a, whole, it's, it's a whole new generation of people. Because yeah. right? every four years, there's a no new generation. It's, yeah. it's a resurgent, resurgent of people and stuff that, that comes every yeah. four years. Because 
you got to look at it. Four years is very important. It's the, it's, it's, yeah. it's a presidential term. Okay. It's, it's graduation yeah. from, from from high school, and mm-hmm. grammar school, college. Everything's four years. Yeah, that's four true. years is a, is a resurgence. So therefore, if you leave for four years to go act and do whatever, and you try to come back to comedy, it ain't gonna work because right. there is a resurgence that happened, and you wasn't a part of it yeah. because you turned your back on something that made you in order to go do something else, yeah. and then that didn't want you. And you come back to this, and this isn't there for you the way that you wanted it to. Yeah, I find for myself personally that I'm almost feel like I'm a traitor if I let stand up go for so long because it it was my first it's your thing. First love, it's yeah, your first it thing. all it 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 it's the spirit animal that's yes. in you, and I I always sort of my analogy was stand up is my spine. Yep. And all the acting or the voiceover or the whatever else you mm-hmm. do, they're the ribs that come off it, but that spine that's is love. the constant. And that's, that's how I thing. see it. Absolutely. Yeah. And you got to look at yourself as a comic with everything that yeah. you do. You know, Chris Rock said that one time. He said, yeah. you're a comedian before you anything. He was like, before you a man, before you a wow. father, before you're an American, before anything, your race, whatever, you're a comic first. Because when you think like that, that you're a comedian first, then that dictates how you become all these other things. Interesting. You become yeah. all these things yeah. because you're a comedian and you 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 mm-hmm. tackle being a father and everything a certain oh, kind wow. of way because, yeah. because you are a comic. That's sort of um, powerful, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Glad I thought of it. Yeah, I'm glad you thought of it too, man. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much you. for welcome. being a genius. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so silly. Just not right. <laughs> you are so silly, dude. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> just gonna, I'm just gonna marinate let's in your laugh. Let's just uh, it feels good. It feels that deep wheeze that you do, it washes over me like a manatee's saliva in the middle of the night. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> All right, you ready for the final bit? I think you'll like this. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Let's we do, do this it. with every guest, right, Dion. Let's do it. It's called Words from a Wooden Shoe. Oh, God. And this is an authentic Dutch clog, okay? Okay. And inside there are words on pieces of paper. Okay. You just reach in blindly, grab a word, read it, and see if it elicits a story or a memory from your life. Something you could share with us. So words from a wooden shoe. Okay. Dion Cole, here we go. How did you think of this bit? I don't know. I just had these shoes kicking around. Do you want to hear the real story where these shoes came from? Yeah. Because it sort of relates back to the late night talk shows. And then we'll look at where we were. Okay. So I used to do Letterman a lot. Mm -hmm. And I always used to like to go on Letterman and surprise him. One time I took out a purse. One time, you know, I was always doing something. And I had a friend that was going to Holland. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was doing Letterman in three months because they always book you in advance. I said, I'm a 10 and a half. When you're over there, buy me a pair of wooden clogs because I knew I was going to wear a beautiful Italian suit and walk out with wooden clogs on and sit on the chair with them. And it was, you know, it was just a right. And then I, I sat down, I crossed my legs so that my foot was just sort of wiggling in front of him. And the first he goes, well, uh, Harlan, looks like you're uh, wearing uh, some wooden footwear there. 
And I just, I loved it. So that's where the origin of this came from. That's hilarious. Yeah, so what's your word? And see if it uh, brings up any memories or stories. What do we got? Principal's office. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Let's see, the story of principal's Mm -hmm. office. Oh, yeah. Um, I I remember one time, one time. It's going to be good. it's, it's, it's really basic. I, oh. I cut school, and my mom came to the school, and they told me to come down to the principal's office, and I seen her. And It was a woman? My mother? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I meant the principal, but Uh-oh. I'm glad we cross-checked that your mother isn't a great guy either. <laughs> the principal. The principal is a woman too. What was yes. her name? Print, principal's I don't always. I remember my principal's name. That's her name. Remember. So she was an Indian. No, 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 no. That's a North American I Indian name. I don't remember name. her name. Well, <laughs> I, I went down there and saw my mother and thought oh. I saw a ghost. And my mother did not say one word to me. She just looked at me and just what? the look alone felt. I felt like I was being beaten in the head. Like, I, she didn't say one word. We drove home. Whoa. They told me I was suspended for a week. We drove home. She didn't say nothing. She didn't say nothing that whole week. She just went in the house and went in her room. And I just was, like, waiting. Like, she just would not speak to me. And I, I was so hurt. But And did that lead to you going to the principal's office every week? No. Because my mother's no, not, not telling me that. anything. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> No, perfect. I, I straightened up right after that. Yeah. So wait, so when you walked down to the principal's office, she was already sitting there. She was just sitting there in the office or like in outside. The office. Oh. She was already sitting there. So it was the her office. and the principal. They had already been talking for oh. her to even get off work to go up there. Oh. They had been talking. And I didn't know. And what was the crime? What did you do to get hauled into the principal's office? Do you remember? I cut school. Oh, you cut! Oh, you cut yeah, school. Cut school. So you, you skipped. Yeah, skipped. And where'd you go? I was just hanging out, hanging downtown. Out with my no, not downtown. <laughs> just hanging out at one of my guy's house, and his father and mother they were they were at work, and we'd just hang out. So there. you were just at the house. You were at somebody's yeah. house. Yeah, but it was a bunch of us who who skipped. It was like probably like six of us. We all just skipped school. And, well, you could have, since you're at someone's house, you could have said, but we, hey, Mom, but, but I was we did it. We did it. We did it like a few times. Oh, here we go. We did okay. a few. We used to do it like once every like two weeks or something. We'd skip school for a day, you know, and then I guess they had added it up. And man. What about dad? Did dad come in on the equation? No, no, no. My father, he wasn't around. Nothing like that. No, it's just me. So and my he was mom. cutting school too. Yeah, he was cutting life. Where was dad? He wasn't around. Where? No. What, what happened? Divorced? No, nah, he just wasn't around. I mean, you know, it's just... Wait, wait know, that's ambiguous. Shit. So he just one day wasn't around, like he abandoned the family? Yeah, he just wasn't around. Yeah, he just... Wait, how old were you when daddy disappeared? Uh, like five, six. Oh, yeah. my heart just broke. Yeah, no, nah, hey, look, man. Oh. That's the thing. That's the I, thing about, you know... Uh, I mean, it's probably like that with white families and all that. But it's just. (laughs) There's fathers everywhere with white families. We even have some of the black ones, too. You wonder where they are. They're with us. They're with you, right? Yeah. (laughs) 
God damn it. No, talk, go, go. No, it's just, you yeah. know, man, look, man, that's, you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? You don't. Oh, I don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Oh, so don't whatever know. love, whatever love he had or whatever, yeah. who who knew that I was missing it? Because I never had it like that. But in a way, too, and this is kind of a sad way to okay. come about it, but right. <laughs> in a way, when maybe your father leaves or there's abandonment, mm-hmm. do you ever get introspective and go, wow, that really sort of toughened me up for life. Like knowing yeah. that that entity that yeah, absolutely. Like did that build character, so to speak. Yeah, it's like it's like without having him there, then you have to find other means and other people that become father figures. Oh, and so therefore that's what you do. You end up being around them, and instead of having one father, you have several. So was that's why one? I was like, I was okay because I had father figures like my uncles, oh, my, my, my friends' brothers, oh, uh, wow. uh, people in the community. They were all like father figures. So, that's cool. Yeah, that's so, almost better. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it all, it all works out. You know what I mean? Excuse so. me. <laughs> Hello, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it's over. <laughs> well, maybe I do have a new father. Yeah, he's black. Yeah. Fuck you, too. If you need me, I'll be at the uh, principal's office. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I, I kind of like that having a whole bunch of dads. That's a lot of Dairy Queen. <laughs> you stupid, yo. I know, really stupid. There are no Dairy Queens in the hood. There, wait, you grew up in the hood? There ain't no Dairy Queens in the hood. You grew up in the hood. Where? Yeah, what what in hood? Chicago, the south side of Chicago. Yeah. No goddamn what do you mean there's no queens? Dairy Queen? Even the hooders want Dairy ain't Queen. There's no goddamn Dairy Queens in the hood. Why not? Why, it ain't. Why not? People like ice cream everywhere. They do, but they don't have no goddamn Dairy Queens. In, well, in, 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 well, in well now you know what's wrong with the hood. We got an ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream truck come through the hood. What? And then you chase that motherfucker down and grab you some ice cream. <laughs> I, I need to know why there's no Dairy Queen in the hood. Uh, why? Suburban areas got Dairy Queens. White neighborhoods have Dairy Queens. And you all hang out in Dairy Queens. Like you yeah. eat your ice cream there oh, and yeah. hang out and admires each other's flavors and cones. And I've seen it happen. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. Can you just, in your sexy Dion Cole voice, just whisper peanut butter parfait to me? Please. I'll do the job. <laughs> peanut butter parfait. <laughs> you are crazy, yo. Dude, so wait a minute. If I put a Dairy, Dairy Queen, Queen in the, the hood, hood, what happens to it? People just won't go? We don't no, like Dairy people, Queen. No, people will go. Well, then why isn't there one there? I don't know. Well, we better call Dairy That's Queen. Hang on. Wait, <laughs> mean, if I can call my stupid white dad, I can call Dairy Queen. Hello, That's Dairy the, Queen? No, it's almost like they don't think that they're going to get business. It's like, you're going to get business. Hold People on, like I'm on the phone with Dairy Queen. Yeah. Yeah, I want to put up a franchise. Yeah, I got the money. Uh-huh. Okay, we're good. Where? The hood. Hello? Hello? They hung up. What the fuck? 
No Dairy Queens in the hood. That breaks my heart more than your dad leaving. Fuck me. I'm going to find your dad and take him to fucking Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Jesus, Just give me a dilly bar or something. Just whisper it, will you? That's the only thing I ask. No motherfucking Dairy Queen in the hood. Oh, wow. Dude, buddy, thank you so much for thank being you, here. Man. And if fun, we ever man. collab on something, like yes. writing or something, I'd rather we go build a DQ in the hood. <laughs> DQH, all right? Me and you. That's the name of our movie. That is. Oh, we, 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 come that together. would be a good we, movie. We come together to build a Dairy, Dairy Queen, Queen in the, the hood. hood. Hey, if they can do a Umar and Komar goes to that, White Castle. Yes, we can do We, this. Can, do we can do Harland this. and Dion build a Dairy Queen in the hood. Done and done. Let's hit the fucking Dairy Queen theme music. What a pleasure, buddy. Thank man, you pleasure, for being man. here. What Thanks a pleasure. Me, Give man. me a potato. Yes, it's uh, harvest season. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Dion Cole, go and uh, see him do stand-up. Yeah. Check out his uh, website, his Instagram. Catch him on the tour. It starts yeah. when? Yeah, it starts September 15th. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, come on out, man. DionCole.com, my new normal tour, man. Come check yeah, it out, y'all. check it out. And, Dion, uh, uh, congratulations on all you, your brother. success, Thank the you. acting Thank on you. Conan. Thank and you. I want to say sincerely, those those words you said at the top of the show about me, it, it sometimes it's hard to hear a compliment, but... Uh, that was very generous and yeah. nice, and that resonated with Man, me. So thank you so heart, much. Brother. I could tell. Thank yep. you. Ladies yep. and gentlemen, this is the Holland Highway, Dion Cole. Thanks for being here. We'll see you at Dairy Queen. And until next time, <laughs> chicken chow mein, baby. Oh, God. I just want to drizzle chocolate sauce all over myself. <laughs> Dairy Queen me up, buddy. Oh.